want to welcome to the show Mr. Michael McDonald, who is coming to the Twin Cities along with Miss Shaka Khan. Mystic Lake happening on July 7th. Michael, thank you so much for joining us here on Jazz 88. Oh, Patty, it's a pleasure to be with you. So let's start with your concert that's coming up on July 7th at 7 o'clock at Mystic Showroom. And uh, you have a, an incredible guest coming with you this time around. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, uh, I, I believe on that, uh, on that night we'll be playing with Shaka Khan. Uh, we've, been do- we've been touring with her throughout the show together uh, where she comes out and plays with her band. I come out and sing a song with them. And then we, my band comes out, and she finishes out the show with us. Uh, and it's, it's great fun for us to have her on stage and be able to do some songs with her. Talk about your newest disc, and it's called Wide Open, correct? Yes. Um, well, it's an album that, uh, you know, kind of came around uh, the back way in a way. I, I just uh, come off of um, three albums for Motown that we did, and... Uh, the first two being uh, largely Joe Bet copyrights, like songs that were recorded by Motown, Motown artists over the years, and uh, um, that was great fun. You know, I mean, for me that wasn't even work; it was uh, more of a gigantic vacation to go and do some songs that I love, and uh, didn't have to worry about you know getting original songs past the record company and convincing someone that there might be a single on there somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> these, these, these were all like top ten singles in their day, you know. So Beautiful. Uh, it, yeah, it was fun. It was a, it was an easy project to do for me uh, from, a, from a lot of standpoints. Simon Climey made it even easier. He was the producer. And uh, so we did it over in, in, in South France. And uh, it was, uh, you know, with his crew of, of guys who do tracks and stuff. And, and it was just uh, great fun, you know. Um, I, I, I you know, enjoyed it immensely. So going back to do a, a studio album was kind of daunting for me. It was like for about two and a half years, I had I had been recording demos of, of songs I wrote along the way. When I'd come back to town from the road or whatever, I would uh, grab my friend Shannon Forrest, who uh, he and I were co-oping on a studio, and uh, we I would go in there at night at the end of his workday in. Uh, and ask him if he felt like throwing a demo down real quick and I would buy him dinner or something, you know. And he was right. always great to do that for me. And he's a world-class drummer, so the demos weren't bad, you know. But uh, it was typically him and I, you know. It was just him on drums and uh, me playing keyboards and maybe keyboard bass or some guitar, you know, and depending on the song. And, and um, so, you know, when I came back to town, I went over to see his new studio, which he had built, and he had moved out from our place and. uh uh, we, I was, you know, uh, you know, kind of uh, sitting around listening to him working on some stuff, and he goes, you know, uh, to tune the room, to tune my drums in the room, to find the right spot and the right mic placement and everything, I used those old files of those demos we did, you know, because I didn't have anything else to work with. And he goes, and I wound up redoing all the drums on those things. And he goes, I think you got to start of a record here. I think it's some of that stuff is pretty good, you know. And it would make for a good record for your next record. And uh, so we listened to what he had done, and the drum sounded phenomenal. And, oh, wow. Uh, you know, so we thought, I thought, well, gee, the tracks are kind of almost halfway there, you know. Uh, put real bass and we put real guitars on, get some real guitar players in. And, um, and I, you know, redo some of the keyboards and finish some of the songs, because some of the songs were in varying degrees of, you know, uh, unfinished. And, um, 
but you know, just so I wouldn't forget them, I would log them on on tape. You know, and we typically did them on two inch tape, so uh, that was our favorite medium to work with. No, I don't hear that very often anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. And this last record—that's one of the aspects of the record I, I, I enjoyed the most. Was we we stayed in the analog realm uh, from beginning to end. You know, so as much as we possibly could, and uh, so it, it was an interesting journey. You know. For me, uh, education for me all along the way with all of that, you know, um, and uh, you know, so it's uh, you know, it kind of came about the back way. The songs were really demos, and what wound up being the album, uh, all the pretty much all the vocals you hear, except for a few things we re-recorded or we recorded late in the late part of the album. The vocals were the original demo vocals because I tried to fix some of them. And honestly, they didn't feel as good. So we you know, just kept the old I have thing. to say that sometimes when you're laying down a scratch, you're not worried about you know the the end outcome, the record buttonitis, I call it. You end yeah. up with so much character on the first or second take that I think that that's a true that's a true artist and a true art form is to get that first vocal like that and go oh. Well, that wasn't so bad after all. <laughs> That's great. That's no, true. Uh, I think I think one of the great lessons you learn as a vocalist in the studio, and I know you you know what I'm saying, is uh, if you can grab a vocal when you're relaxed, uh, it's going to be uh, just a, by nature a better vocal, you know, a better right. performance than, than like you say the ones that you start to tense up and try to try to hit it. You know, out of the park. You know, right. Then you, you kind of start working against yourself a little bit. Well, the tune that I play quite a bit on uh, the playroom is called "Find It in Your Heart." I'm speaking with Michael McDonald. He's coming to town on Sunday, July seventh, along with Shaka Khan, and they are at Mystic Lake Showroom starting at seven. You know, you two being the main act, I know you're going to have an incredible audience. I want to say something to you that is so much fun for me. As a person who loves music, who performs music, but also has a radio show, is when you make guest appearances on albums like Nathan East's, I call it his debut album. Well, you sing in Moondance with that horn section via Tom Scott. How much fun was that? Oh, great fun. You know, and, and, and typically what those things offer uh, are, is an opportunity to do something different, you know, out of my uh you know, out of my box, you know, right. uh, and, and uh, I always look forward to those kind of situations, whether it be with Nathan um, and in, some, in, in his world, you know, which is more of an instrumentalist world and, uh, and or Bob James or um, uh, Steve Bruner, Thundercat or, you know, any, any of the artists that are just, uh, I look forward to those opportunities to do something that's uh, probably not something I would have come to on my own as an artist, you know. Something that people have been touting, and there is video out there of it, is you singing the background vocals one by one on Peg from Steely Dan. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of those embarrassing moments. No, it's not. It's I just have so much respect for you, Calva. It's so cool. You singing with yourself on those tracks and something, well, the video part of it, I'm sure it's like, could you please turn that off? But, you know, that's really fun for people to see the process, first of all. Yeah, no, it, it, was, uh, it, it was always fun to work with those guys, too. You know, I, I, uh, I always look for the opportunity to work with Donald uh, these days anytime I can and certainly miss Walter a lot. You know, he was a, of course. Really a truly truly great guy and uh the two of them together just you know they were a musical tour de force that i still uh you know 
in our age now, and you know, we, every once in a while we, we we're on stage together, and I can't help but think, you know, who would have thought that when we were back there, and you know, I was twenty, and uh, in our twenties, you know, playing that we would still be taking the stage together in our sixties, you know, it would be something I would have never bet on in a million years, and you know, it, it's just uh, one of the great gifts of, of uh, you know coming down to California in that time and working with artists like them. Sure. And I still marvel at, uh, you know, how in their time they were like the darlings of pop radio and, and their songs are so weird, you know. Um, oh, you know, so, yeah. You know, kind of advanced and, and harmonically and, and sophisticated arrangement-wise. And and yet, you know, the the, the average uh, audience you know, and, and the, the, the bulk audience that they really uh, carried with them throughout their whole career just totally got it you know they, they love the stuff you know well and it's stand the test of time and that's usually uh, you know that tells that's the stamp of really something that was destined to be greater than you even thought it would be in the moment so whether it's steely dan or whether it's you and your music you have stood the test of time and i have to say it was really fun for me to have jesse larson with us my brother paul and myself last time we ran into you in minneapolis and how honored he who was a part of the voice how honored he was to be able to meet you and say, I sang taking it to the streets to your face <laughs> and what it meant oh, to yeah. him. So that was pretty cool. Well, it meant a lot to me, too. It, it really does. You know, to, to have the young artists, uh, you know, remember your music is is really uh, uh, quite a privilege. Uh, I think I don't take it for granted because. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's it's really uh, uh very flattering to to have the young artists uh you know even invite me to come on their records i i I always look forward to that well i i think that's pretty incredible anyway michael mcdonald joining me here today on jazz 88 he and shaka khan at mystic lake showroom and that's coming up on sunday night july 7th michael mcdonald thank you so much for joining us here on jazz 88 and can't wait to see you at the show it's going to be such a great show and you and shaka are going to tear it up i know you will well hopefully we'll know the words by then but uh (laughs) wait confidence confidence monitors they work really well at this (laughs) stage of the game Yes, beta blockers probably yes. are what I need. <laughs> Thanks right, a I lot, Michael. Family. Okay, l- right. I will send my love. Okay, sounds good. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.